that. There are a, a number of issues to keep in mind before you actually go into the process of uh, using artwork like this or or anything else and incorporating it into an, an NFT. Um, you've got a variety of uh, intellectual property uh, type things to think of and to cover. So it may not seem like much, but even just uh, a graphic like this uh, involves several different items of intellectual property. You've got the, the Foley and Lardner name and logo, which someone at some point you know designed and created. Uh, you've got the actual uh, file that can in, includes the animation um, of of this particular file. If this was an NFT that included music, you would have music uh, as well. Uh, and there are other things that can be incorporated. So you have to you have to consider uh, before you go to the process of getting out there in the world and selling one or more significantly a series of NFTs. If you don't have all the rights cleared, uh, you can could end up with claims uh, that that could end up being significant. So some of the main things to think about, obviously, copyright uh, is is a primary concern here. Uh, you need to make sure that you have the rights to incorporate whatever uh, intellectual property you're incorporating into the NFT. So um, that could be done uh, by virtue of being the creator of the graphics or the art or whatever it is that's being incorporated. Or uh, if you're a company or an employer, you could have it being created by one of your employees within the scope of their employment, which would make it a work for hire under the copyright law, uh, in which case the employer actually owns it from inception. Uh, with, and there are important distinctions in how you obtain copyright ownership. You could also have a license to use uh, the property, um, which you know typically would be something in writing between yourself and the creator, uh, and that would include the terms uh, of, of the license, including whether or not you you know you're paying for the right to use it uh, in your NFT. Another way to obtain copyright might be by uh, assignment of the copyright. Um, so once uh, if the, the creator, in this case, maybe a graphic artist, if they assign the copyright in the art to you, you would own it. But it's important to keep in mind that contrary to a work for hire, uh, an assignment could be uh, is subject to uh, termination under the copyright law. Uh, the Copyright Act does provide creators the right to terminate a transfer uh, of ownership uh, 35 years later. That might not seem that might seem very remote right now, but we, you know, we've seen that come up in uh, in connection with with music outside of the context of NFTs and with some of these NFTs and the value of the collectibles. Uh, if the trend continues, which we believe it will, that is something that could actually be an issue uh, down the road. So um, another way to obtain uh, initial ownership as a work for hire, uh, if it's not your employee, right, would be to have an actual work for hire agreement with uh, the creator of the artwork, and if it satisfies the definitions under the Copyright Act, then it would be a work for hire, which you would own from inception and would not be subject to that kind of termination right. Other issues to consider here are trademark rights. This particular NFT includes the trademark of Foley. So um, you might have another NFT that includes uh, the trademarks of some other company, or maybe even incidentally, someone, you know, drinking a can of coke or something um, and you have to be aware of clearing all of those types of rights you might have uh, a way to do that uh, under fair use like you know andy warhol's uh, campbell soup 
paintings, but um, I'm not aware of that actually being tested in the context of, of NFTs uh, where uh, the art is only one portion of what's going on. So you have to be aware of trademark issues. Uh, another area to be careful of is if you're using pictures or video of actual people, uh, you could implicate their rights of publicity uh, and you would want to make sure that you have the right to 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 feature them in your nft again all of these are things particularly if your nft is successful uh, you may end up hearing from these people later on and and getting claims from them uh, for violation of their intellectual property rights um, there are there are some specific issues um, that relate uh, to uh, uh, the use of music in nfts which i'm actually going to um, ask our partner laura ganoza to talk about for a minute here laura over to you I'll, I'll take a crack at it, Laura, because this some of this is stuff that Laura and I have worked on together in the music space. Um, the, the the copyright interests in music do include uh, you know particular issues there because there's different parts of the copyright uh, that are all part of that relate to the music. So you have the rights in the composition, and then separate rights in a particular recording of that song. So if you're going to use a, a, an iteration of a song as a recording in an NFT. You have to think about not only who owns that recording, but who owns the underlying composition rights. Basically, who were the writers of that song? Um, and if you don't have the right documentation or 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 cover off with those uh, those writers and or the recording artists or the performers on the song, if you don't have all of that buttoned up, you could end up facing again. It you know it, it will tend to happen more if your NFT is successful and you're making a lot of money. Nothing tends to bring claims out of the woodwork like like success um, so you you could end up having to deal with those issues after the fact and then you have to struggle with issues like how much of the value of the nft is attributable to the composition or the writing of the song how much of it is attributable to the recording of the song how much is attributable to the actual artwork in the song and how much of it is attributable to the notoriety and the um personality of the creator or the person who is actually selling the NFT. So there are very, some very specific issues to think about there from the perspective of the artwork in these NFTs. Um, uh, I'm gonna, there, there are some other issues that relating to functionality that I'm gonna ask um, our partner, Eric Sofer to comment on for a minute before we move on. Thanks, Andy. Uh, so Andy was just talking about certain IP rights, but we should also consider patent rights. Uh, patent clearance, we also call it freedom to operate analysis. Uh, is where we search for uh, patents that are out there and, and assess the risk of uh, if we were to release this product, if we were to make this, uh, uh, if we were to make this product, uh, would we have a risk of infringing someone else's patent? One of the interesting things here is is NFTs are relatively uh, relatively new. They really ramped up this year. Uh, they've been in existence, uh, you know, beyond uh, earlier than than 2021. Uh, but patent applications published after 18 months, usually there's some exceptions, uh, and patents published the, the day of grant, but but that patenting process could take uh, a year, two years, uh, could take five years. Uh, so we're not really likely to see innovations from 2021 yet as far as uh, patented ideas. Uh, so uh, there might be some value to doing a search, uh, but in the next few months, it's going to be challenging to really see the uh, the the rights that people are pursuing and, and what might be enforceable. We're going to see uh, we're going to see some older innovations, uh, but they're probably not going to use the terms like non fungible token. 
maybe they call it a cryptographic token or some sort of blockchain token. And, and so we really need to understand uh, what it is that, that we're searching for uh, so that we understand the type of terminology put in a Boolean search here so, so we could find uh, relevant prior art uh, amidst the, the massive of blockchain uh, innovation out there. Now, if you're probably just, if you're minting an NFT that points to some artwork or music and you don't really have additional functionality, there's probably not a lot of substantial concern, <clears throat> excuse me, for, uh, for uh, patent rights. Uh, but it is worth mentioning that patent protection uh, using design patents is available for ornamental features, including things like how something's displayed on a screen or even how an image might transition on a screen. And we saw uh, in, the, in the Foley NFT how it moves and, and that could potentially be uh, protectable. So if there are new features, new functionality might be worth exploring whether this analysis would be useful to, to assess risk uh, of your own NFT or your own, your own platform. Andy? Thanks, Eric. Uh, so uh, we're gonna move right into the, the process here of creating uh, the NFT. So um, as you can see here, I'm gonna start by heading over to the OpenSea website, uh, which is opensea.io. Um, as I said before, it's a it's a platform with a, a user friendly uh, interface. As you'll see here, it includes um, featured featured NFTs, uh, something not, not so much unlike other uh, platforms that you might see content distributed on. Whether it's even things like Spotify or YouTube, right? You're going to be presented with things as as you open up. This is part of the the utility of OpenSea um, of bringing creators and and consumers together. Uh, they, they show some ex exclusive uh, OpenSea drops here. So you can see